Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Keeping Christ in Christmas. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today on this Christmas day. We're so thankful for your goodness, your mercy. Thank you for sending Jesus to die on that cross, to be raised on the third day, and he's seated at your right hand. He paid the price for our sins. All we have to do is accept him as our Lord and Savior. So, Father, we come today hungry to receive from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, are going to talk today about this topic, keeping Christ in Christmas. My friends, we talked yesterday about some of people's favorite things about Christmas. And today we want to talk about keeping Christ in Christmas. On December 23rd, Friday, there was an article on Newsmax entitled, Huckabee to Newsmax, Biden Can't Recognize Christ as Reason for Christmas. I want to read a few paragraphs from that article as it really relates to today's topic. So the article reads, Former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee told Newsmax Friday that President Joe Biden cannot seem to come to grips with recognizing that Jesus Christ is the reason for Christmas. Joe Biden can't seem to come to grips with the fact that Christmas is about Jesus Christ, Huckabee said Friday. You don't have to love or worship Jesus Christ to acknowledge that. You just have to acknowledge that the reason that there is such a thing as Christmas, which means the mass of Christ or worship of Christ, is because it's about Jesus, born 2,000 years ago. That shouldn't be that hard. He just can't bring himself to acknowledge that. This is the second year in a row he has completely ignored the Christ-centric essence of Christmas. Huckabee was reacting to Biden's Christmas address to the nation Thursday, in which, while mentioning the Christmas story, he did not mention Jesus Christ by name. Let me read that last part again. While mentioning the Christmas story, he did not mention Jesus Christ by name. Folks, the article goes on, but I wanted to stop there and comment on it. Notice that he did not mention Jesus Christ by name. The same as the two articles I read you yesterday. First of all, let's commit or recommit to praying for our president to receive Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. We don't have to worry about any of his policy decisions once he commits his life to Jesus and submits to his lordship. Now let's read Matthew 10, 32 through 34 in the Amplified Bible. 32, Jesus said, Therefore, the one who confesses and acknowledges me before men as Lord and Savior, affirming a state of oneness with me, that one I will also confess and acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. Folks, notice we have to confess Jesus before men if we want the Father to accept us into heaven. Those that won't say the name of Jesus are working for the other team, and that team gets the next verse. Verse 33, But the one who denies and rejects me before men, that one I will also deny and reject before my Father who is in heaven. My friends, 
Those who are rejected by the Father will not be allowed into heaven, but instead have a very wicked eternity. 34. Do not think that I have come to bring peace on earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword of division between belief and unbelief. Folks, there is not a gray area between those that confess Jesus and those that don't. Well, let's read now about what Christmas is really about. Luke chapter 2 in the New King James Bible, Christ born of Mary, 1, And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. Verse 4, Joseph also went up to Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, into the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. Five, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. Six, so it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. Seven, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Eight, now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Verse 10, Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. 11, For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. 12, And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. 13, And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, 14, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. 15, So it was, when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem, and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. 16, And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph, and the babe lying in a manger. 17, Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning the child. 18, And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. 19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. 20, then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. 21, and when eight days were completed for the circumcision of the Christ, his name was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. My friends, the story of the birth of Jesus, our Savior, is the reason for Christmas. We should never lose our focus on the true meaning for Christmas. Let's close and read 1 John 1.7 in the Amplified Bible. But if we really walk in the light, 
that is live each and every day in conformity with the precepts of God as he himself is in the light, we have true, unbroken fellowship with one another, he with us and we with him. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. By erasing the stain of sin, keeping us cleansed from sin in all its forms and manifestations. Folks, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. If we receive Jesus as the Lord and Savior of our lives, and part of that process is confessing Jesus regularly before men, not just a supreme being, not just a God, but confessing Jesus. Praise God forevermore. Let's pray. Father, we're thankful for Jesus this Christmas season. And every day, Father, we just take special time over this Christmas season to celebrate the birth of the Savior. Thank you for sending your son, Father, to die on that cross at Calvary to pay you the price for our sins. He shed every drop of his blood for us. Father, I curse the blinders from anyone's eyes in our families or anyone listening to this broadcast that doesn't know Jesus. And I thank you the glorious light of the gospel will shine through to them. Father, I speak that over our politicians all over this world that don't know Jesus. I curse the blinders from their eyes and call forth the glorious light of the gospel to shine through to them that they'll receive Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. And Father, I thank you for it in the very precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, I'd like to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas this season. Safe travels. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.